Well, good morning to you and welcome to Off the Air with Big Joe. I'm Big Joe, by the way. All right. This is the first show. First show since I left KKBN what, on January 7th. That was my last show. And uh, later on on this show, I'm going to tell you why I left KKBN, what went down, what happened, why was I suddenly not there, all those details coming up. Also, a lot of people uh, wondered why my co-host, uh, Bridget, left uh, the show. We're going to tell you about that, too. It's all connected. It's all connected. So uh, we will uh, dot the I's coming up. Well, today is February 1st. It has been about uh, three weeks uh, since I've been on the air or off the air. And uh, what are we talking about today? Well, it's a big weekend. It is Super Bowl weekend. In just a few minutes, we're going to uh, give you some uh, details on Super Bowl 53. And uh, if you want to be the smartest uh, guy or gal in the room, I have some trivia for you for Super Bowl uh, time for your Super Bowl party. Not a very exciting game, uh, well, at least not to me. It's the Rams and the Patriots. And I'm not even sure if I'm going to be watching the game or, or the halftime show, uh, which uh, if you don't know who the halftime show is, I'll go ahead and tell you. Maroon 5 is going to be performing on the halftime show. Plus uh, someone called Boy Boy. And uh, is it Travis Scott? Is that the other guy that's going to be performing? You know, I know Maroon 5. I know a few songs. And I know Adam Levine from uh, the TV show The Voice. But that's about all I know. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of hip hop uh, going on. And you know, I, I, I'm I'm pretty open-minded. I like I like a lot of music. I like Eminem, and you know, uh, I'm a classic rock guy. I'm an old country guy. Uh, but we'll talk about uh, the halftime show as well in just a few. All right. So, oh, and by the way, you know, I, I'm I'm going to play a song for you. That's what I do here. Uh, that's what I've been doing for the last three weeks uh, since not working. I've been recording music. You know, I write songs and stuff and. And so I got that for you. All right, first things first, weather this weekend. I live in Sonora, California, USA, beautiful part of the country, same county as Yosemite National Park. So if you're in the area this weekend, we got a storm coming in. There is a winter storm uh, warning for the Sierra Nevada from uh, 4 p.m. today uh, through 10 p.m. on Monday. And so you're going to have a series of winter storms uh, moving through the area. Heaviest snow is going to be expected uh, late this evening into Saturday morning. Uh, by Monday, the snow levels will range between 1,000 and 2,000 feet. That is down here. That's down in downtown Sonora, and maybe even Jamestown. So, uh, so you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have some snow in the area. How about that? It'll be the first time in uh, in a year or two that we've had snow this low uh, in uh, in Sonora. So, uh, details coming up in just a bit. But right now, it's like 46 degrees, cloudy, getting ready for the storm to move in. Here's good news: I remembered to put my trash out this morning. Hallelujah. All right, so good things going on. What else do I have for you? Okay, if you're celebrating a birthday today, uh, celebrities in the club. Uh, Harry Styles is 24. That guy is from uh, that, uh, is it New Direction or One Direction? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Ronda Rousey, she'll kick your ass. She's 31 today. Lisa Marie Presley is 50 years old today. Bless her heart. Let's talk football, Super Bowl this weekend. All right, if you want to be the uh, smartest person in the room, at this year's Super Bowl party, uh, bust out a few of uh, these fun facts, all right, uh, about big game past. According to the uh, U.S. Department of Ag, Super Bowl Sunday is America's second largest food consumption day. 
Only one other day beats it. You know what day it is. Thanksgiving. That's right. So get your eating on this weekend. Uh, Here's another one for you. There's a persistent rumor uh, that says uh, sewage systems in major cities occasionally fail uh, during Super Bowl halftimes because a large volume of people supposedly, they all flush their toilets simultaneously. Don't worry. There's absolutely no evidence to support this claim. So, So go ahead and flush away. Go ahead and do your business, all right? All right, uh, another Super Bowl fact for you to share. Uh, Peyton Manning uh, is the only starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl with two different teams. That's right. Uh, The Colts in 2007 and the Denver Broncos in uh, 2016. Good one. That's a good one to throw out. Uh, Phil Simms. Let's talk about Phil Simms, New York Giants. Uh, Phil was paid $75,000 to shout, I'm going to Disney World. Remember that? You know, they do that every year. He was paid that years ago on the field moments after his Giants uh, won the Super Bowl. What was it, 21? Disney also paid Denver's John Elway the same amount of money to yell the same thing just in case his team won. Mm-hmm. Another factoid for the Super Bowl, the uh, Steelers hold the record for most Super Bowl wins. Having captured six Vince Lombardi trophies, uh, the 49ers, Cowboys, and New England Patriots uh, have each won five. Okay, which team has lost the most? Do you really want to know? (laughs) If you're a Denver Broncos fan, sorry, there you go. Uh, They've dropped five Super Bowl matchups. And 2014, uh, Change.org, they had a petition out to have Weird Al Yankovic headline the Super Bowl halftime show. And they received more than 100,000 signatures to have Weird Al. I think that'd be fun. Probably be better than this one that we have coming up. Uh, The Super Bowl one halftime show consisted of two marching bands, acclaimed trumpeter Al Hurt, two men in jetpacks, and 300 pigeons. No kidding. All right, just a couple of more factoids for you to share this uh, Sunday. Uh, the Vince Lombardi trophies, a new one of which is handed out every year, are made by Tiffany & Company out of sterling silver. I know you were thinking about that. Uh, the priciest tickets to Super Bowl One, you know, which played on January 15th in 1967, cost 12 bucks. Adjusted for inflation, that's the equivalent of about $89 today. And, uh, and even at a bargain price, the event still didn't sell out. That's crazy, huh? And if you're thinking about buying tickets for this year's event, you better be prepared to shell out at least $3,200 per ticket. Wow. That's nuts, man. And finally, 1985 Bears. I remember this game. Uh, and I remember this song. They recorded a, uh, a rap song called the Super Bowl Shuffle which was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Rhythm and Blues Performance by a duo or group with vocal. It lost to Prince in the Revolution in that song, Kiss. But still, Super Bowl Shuffle was up for a Grammy. All right, so there you go. There's your uh, Super Bowl facts. Pull those out at your Super Bowl party this weekend, and you'll be the smartest uh, fan in the room. All right, now let's talk halftime show. Maroon 5's Adam Levine spoke to Entertainment Tonight in a segment that aired uh, yesterday. To discuss his band's decision to perform in uh, Super Bowl 53, uh, which he described as the biggest gig in the game. 
Uh, criticism surrounded uh, the Super Bowl and the NFL for its treatment of Colin Kaepernick, as we all know. Uh, artists like Rihanna and Cardi B uh, declined to perform during the halftime set in support of Kaepernick. And Adam says, you know, I think that uh, when you look back at every single halftime show, people just can't. It's like this insatiable urge to hate a little bit. He says, I'm not in the right profession if I can't handle a little bit of controversy. It is what it is. We expect it. We'd like to move on from it. Levine uh, said he discussed the decision to perform uh, during the big game uh, with many people, but he says, I silenced all the noise and listened to myself and made my decision based upon how I felt about it all. Very cool. Good for you, brother. All right. So, so that's the halftime show. Oh, and uh, Tim McGraw, I'm a country guy. Tim McGraw and Low Cash are going to do the pregame at the Super Bowl. There is a pregame, by the way. So uh, the actual Super Bowl 53 football game, it doesn't start until 6.30 Eastern time. So what is that on, on, the, West, on the West Coast? Is that 3.30? Then uh, that's on Sunday. Uh, but the live country music will be playing all weekend long in Atlanta, Georgia. So before you sit down and watch the New England Patriots and L.A. Rams play, make sure you know who's playing uh, so you don't miss Tim McGraw and Low Cash. All right, Tim McGraw's show is going to be uh, at 4.30. So that's about 1.30. Uh, 1.30 on CBS. Check out Tim McGraw and Low Cash at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He's going to perform live uh, before the game starts. Uh, he has a new song out, uh, a new single called Thought About You. Uh, that's going to be in his set list. So be sure to check out McGraw and his brand new single. All right? Cool. All right. It's time for a song. You guys know that I, uh, I write songs and... Uh, I'm not a, I'm not the greatest singer, but I do enjoy singing. It's good for the soul, from what I hear. I'm gonna uh, do a song now uh, called "Old Man." I wrote a while back. Here we go. Here we go. Old man. Old man goes into town looking for his wife all around. Smelled another man's cologne, yeah, no, she's not alone, no. Old man drives to the cafe, there they are just laughing away. Old man steps out with a gun, says no more, no more fun, bang. Old man then lost his mind. He says, what's mine is mine. I told you how this would go down if I caught you going into town. Old man stands before the judge who slams that gavel down. He says, I'm sorry, son, but I'm going to have to put you in the ground. Bang. Old man done lost his mind. He says, what's mine is mine. I told her how this would go down if I caught her going into town, going into town.
old man. <laughs> All right. All right. So, here we are. All right. A lot of folks have messaged me and called me and dropped by the house and they all want to know what happened. Why am I no longer on the cabin? <laughs> well, I was fired on January 7th. And the reason that was given is because I gave a Christmas gift to a co-worker who just happened to be my ex-fiance. And now I had been there 13 years. She's been there about three. I still give the kids and her Christmas gifts. You know, I love those kids so much. I was with, with them for a long time, and uh, I thought it was a beautiful thing. And uh, I was just trying to be nice, trying to do something helpful. And so I gave the kids and her Christmas gifts, and and it was uh, in the middle part of December when I gave uh, gave the gifts. So I guess they opened the gifts on Christmas, and and then January seventh, after my show, it's always after the show. Uh, I get called into the office, and there's my GM holding one of the Christmas presents that I gave to my ex. And he says, I'm going to have to release you, Joe, uh, because of this gift. It's true. So it was a personal gift. It was not opened at work, but I offended his pet. He really has a thing for her. He's, uh, she is one of his favorites. Uh, but let me give you some background on what happened, all right? So uh, this is a match, all right? This is really a match. And this match is burned and will burn more bridges. You're always told, oh, don't burn bridges. Well, I don't give a shit, all right? I didn't bring this match to the party. Nor did I light this match. That, this match right here was struck by my GM and my ex. I was just some of the collateral damage of the match. One of the things that always bothered me about working where I worked was the gossip mill around that place. It was worse in high school. You know how everyone in high school, you know, there's cliques. Same thing where I worked. No one ever knew the truth about whatever was going on around the building. And no one ever knew the truth that was coming out of our GM's mouth. He talked out of both sides of his mouth. Well, I'm going to share with you the truth now. All right? The truth uh, I'm sure most of you have never really heard. So, what the hell happened? Here we go. My GM allowed my ex to keep her job after some of the worst behavior that has ever taken place at that building. My GM left the poison in the building. That's what he did. He left the poison in the building. He allowed it to seep through the offices and the studios. He allowed her to ruin the environment of our radio station. He allowed her actions of being immoral and unethical to be rewarded within the company because she is his pet. She was meeting a married client on company time 
in hotel rooms, in his truck, on the roof of his company, and other various locations on numerous occasions to have an affair while I was either at work or at home with her kids. All this time she was making money off his client. So that's a big no-no, big no-no. Well, the client, it was, it was kind of funny. And this all happened about 18 months ago. The client would send letters of praise to our GM about my ex. And my GM shared the letters with the office in his ridiculous family biz format. Every time he sent a letter out, it said, family biz, congratulations too. You know. Well, she received perks. She received monetary bonuses for her performance. <laughs> And still does. Uh, but she was lying to the staff. She was receiving flowers and gifts at the office, and she claimed it was possibly a secret admirer or another business owner in town uh, named Jim. Of course, it was just more lies to cover her tracks. But when the lies and the cheating were exposed, uh, my GM wrote me up. He wrote me up for how I found out. It's true. He patted her on the head and wrote me up. Well, she left her computer open at work. And bingo, the tr truth was exposed. You know how you know something's going on? Your, in your gut instinct tells you something is happening. Well, I had that going on. I knew something was wrong. I felt it. So, uh, so I did. I, I looked at her uh, computer one day, boom, and there was Facebook Messenger open. And there, right there, were all the messages between her and this guy. And his name is Guy, by the way. So there's all the messages for the last three, four months of them getting together, all, all kinds of sex talk, all kinds of uh, I'll meet you here. She was talking about me badly. And I was good to her. I was good to her and her kids. I never knew this was going on. I just knew she was treating me like shit for a while. And so I knew something was happening. But I was good to her. And uh, so but here it is in black and white, all these messages. I read every one of them. Well, it was done. I let her know. I said, uh, I sent her a message. I sent her one of the messages. I copied it and sent it. I said, I know the truth. Well, she freaked out. She ran and told the GM. Well, my GM told me to get over it. That's what he said. Get over it, Joe. Well, I was three weeks away from being husband number six when all this went to hell. Regardless of the trauma and the pain that, uh, that she caused to me, the kids, uh, the man's wife, because he was married, they had been married for 20-some-odd years. My GM stood by his pet and not his loyal employee of 13 years. So his and my relationship was ruined that day, 18 months ago, 19 months ago. It was ruined that day. He had it out for me from that day, and I don't know why, because I was not his pet. She was his pet. Anyway... When the client's wife, the client, of course, is, you know, this carpet company here in town. When the client's wife, also part owner of the company, found out that her husband 
was sleeping with my ex. She filed for divorce, and she pulled thousands upon thousands of dollars of advertisement off of our radio stations and our website. So she made the best decision in cutting ties with our company and my ex. She wanted no part of us anymore. Who could blame her? And they were friends for 30 years. Yeah, my ex and this girl were friends. So this lady did the right thing. Our management did not do the right thing. Any other radio station group would have dropped my ex without hesitation or question because her behavior was beyond unethical and it was incredibly damaging and it still is because there's a lot of customers that will not buy our, our radio station or advertise with us because of her. My GM assisted in allowing her to ruin this marriage Destroy the business because uh, the business is going to, you know, close or blow up. Uh, he allowed or assisted in losing money for our company, and he created all the drama within the walls of our, of our radio stations. He did. He did not handle this actionable offense correctly, plain and simple. He didn't handle it the right way. He let her keep working. So in turn... He assisted in creating a hostile, uncomfortable atmosphere for more problems to arise, which it did. Which is why my co-host Bridget left. She quit. She couldn't handle it. I mean, I was beside myself having to see this infection in the building every day, day after day, for a year. And I was not myself for more than a year, and for that I was very sorry. But how was I supposed to feel? Was I supposed to feel giddy? Yay! But I got up every morning. I went to work. I did my show. I had to play that sad-ass country music. And then I had to see her in the building every day, knowing what she did, knowing what she destroyed. So I was forced into that situation. Everyone was in the building. But my GM said again, Joe, get over it. Yet his denial of any responsibility is... It's gratuitous, it's comical, and unethical as well. After almost 13 years of loyal employment and doing a damn fine job, I had no blemishes on my record. He allowed her to remain employed, and he forced the interaction between us, which was undeniably the reason this termination occurred. All right? That's what happened. But two things took place. My GM alleged that I did a bit on the air targeting this guy, the married man from the uh, carpet company she was having her affair with. And he, uh, he did this 18 months after the fact. It was a bit in our prep service that we pay for, a bit on the best names for dogs, one being named Guy, a very common name that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have, very topical. And I tied it in with our Pet of the Week contest, as any radio pro would do. You do a pet story, then you do your contest. Uh, something my GM knows nothing about. He's not radio savvy, by the way. It just blows my mind why he's where he's at. But he only wrote me up for this because he knew the details of, of Guy and my ex and their disgusting affair, and he assumed it was about this fella. He was wrong. It was just a bit. So my GM all but called me a liar came into the studio 
and he barked at me in the studio. Show me the story. Because he didn't believe me. Well, guess what? I pulled it up. I gladly showed him. I printed it, and I gave it to him. He never apologized for his stupid mistake, and he still wrote me up for the bit. Why? Because he was on a mission to get me out the door. He hired a new guy who had a lot of experience recently, about a month before this happened, which I knew nothing about. And normally I was in on all the hirings, especially for my station. And this was done on the sly by my GM. No ads, no postings, no EOE compliance. He just, he hired the guy. The next said alleged offense was, of course, the Christmas gift. You know, I gave her and the kids gifts uh, uh, every year. I'm a super nice fella. I gave her a Christian self-help book on being faithful and a very nice NFL Dallas Cowboy hoodie. She loves the Cowboys so much that she has a big star tattooed on her butt. And, and it was to cover up one of her, her five husbands' names that she also cheated on. And just a side note, she's cheated on each one of them, each one of the five husbands. And that's not a rumor. It's all verified. But both gifts were given with good intentions. She brought that book into the office to my GM's attention because she was offended. And she knew he would do something about it because she was offended. And therefore, I was terminated. That is why I was let go. My GM should have ridded the station of the infection to begin with, yet he gets rid of the face of the station and keeps an immoral, unethical, fake cog in the wheel. Terrible management of this business. In my work contract, there was a morals clause. I never gave the station in 13 years a black eye with my behavior outside the walls of the building like my ex did. She gave us two black eyes and a bloody nose with her behavior. Yet she continued to work there. And you can look at the uh, history of the people that he has fired and see that his choices have repeatedly been poor. He fired a guy by the name of Rick Batiste for being on Facebook, for God's sakes. For being on Facebook. And that's a tool that we use to promote our stations now. And Rick was talented, man. He is talented. But once my GM has it out for you, look out. My GM had it out for me for offending his pet. But here's the thing. I was already seeking employment elsewhere when this happened because I was sick of being treated so horribly by this guy, and I was sick of watching my ex get away with her trashy behavior. I was ready to go. I was not the only one that saw this, by the way. We've got a very smart guy in the building, very smart guy in the building. And uh, he told me recently, he says, why is the GM asking you to run while stepping on your feet? He saw how awful this man was towards me all in the last 18 months. So it was obvious to others that I had a target on my back. He plays favorites in that building. He gives some employees two, three, four-week vacations at a time while others are denied, like me. He gives special event tickets to only a few. He always you know, gives them to the certain ones that he loves, his favorites, while others never get the opportunity. He gives monetary bonuses to sales staff while programming gets... Well, we get a few pieces of beef once a year. Yet, he is still allowed to sit in that chair and make these bad decisions. Now, am I better? You know, maybe a little. Not too bad. I mean, I was damn good at my job, and I had a pretty big following, as we all know. 
the cabin was number one for as long as I was there. We kicked butt in the morning. We kicked butt on that station. Do I have good reason to be bitter? Damn right I do. Is this over now? For me, yeah, it is. However, I'm very sad for uh, I'm very sad for my co-host Bridget, who did a great job. Uh, but all this, all this stress and anxiety and awkwardness and ugliness was because he made the wrong decision when he left her in the building because she should not have been there after what she did. Just my thought. But for me, yes, this is over. It's done. Uh, my mom used to say something. She would say, baby, justice rides a slow horse, but always arrives. And that's something to think about. So that's what happened. That's why I'm no longer at the cabin. So I hope uh, all of you can put it to rest. I mean, I have received, I have 68 new friends in the last three weeks on Facebook. People friending me wanting to know what happened. Why are you gone? Why are you? Thank you guys for reaching out. I want to thank my coworkers, uh, the ones that came by my house, the ones that messaged me, the ones that called me. And so sad about uh, me being gone. And I appreciate them very much. And the ones that didn't contact me, well, you know, you, you guys know what you can do. Makes no difference to anymore. I'm moving on. I'm doing a lot of good, cool things right now. And uh, I'm going to be fine. This isn't my first rodeo, kids. Won't be my last, all right? But uh, I do live here in the uh, area. I'm no longer on the station. But I, got, I still got a lot of people that love me, and that's what's important. But I felt it, I felt it was uh, pretty... Uh, important to let you know what happened. And that's the truth of the matter of what happened. And that's the story. And that's my first podcast of Off the Air with Big Joe. So you can join me here. I'll be uh, posting other shows. And and I hope you come and join me. And, and let's keep this party going. All right? Until the next show. Be good to one another, all right? Take care. Bye-bye.